What's going on and welcome to another episode of Chicken Scratch Gospel coming to you from the place where if the sun is out, the guns are out. <laughs> I'm your host, Matt, along with me, my co-host, Daniel. What's up, my I, man? You know, I didn't bring my tank top, man. I can't I can't do the whole guns thing, bro. You should have wore a tank man. top. Bro. It, bro, your guns, it comes through the t-shirt anyway. <laughs> you got to wear a tank top, man. It's hot. It's oh, hot. Oh, man. I'm doing good. Doing good. Good to be here, man. I'm glad to be. Yeah. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be. You know, we always get to talk about this stuff. This is like, seriously, man, this is one of my favorite things to do. We get to do this. Like, this yeah. is not something that I dread. This is something where I'm like, man, we get to do this. Like, I, I love how we can just sit down and, and have coffee um, yeah. and just talk, just have a conversation because like, this would be like, if we we're at, um, cafe smitten, Oh you know, snap cloud nine. I don't know. Yeah. But if we're just sitting talking about the Bible, about life, this, this is how I feel. These are the uh, exact it, conversations man. we would yeah, have, yeah. <laughs> whether it's on camera or, or not, whether it's being recorded or not, this is just how, this is how we converse. Yeah. Uh, today I want to talk about, I want to talk about uh, a topic and uh, hopefully we get to help some people out. Hopefully we get to help some people out. Today I want to talk to you, uh, uh, and, and we'll have this conversation about how to face a giant. Because it's giants out there. Yeah. We, got, we got some giants, man. We, we, your giant might look different than my giant, but they're out there, and, uh, and we need to know uh, how, to, how, to, how to face them. Yeah. Man. And, it, and, and I need to say this. You know the roar of your own giant. Mm. You know the roar of your own giant. And your giant is going to come and challenge you. Man, some of y'all, you wake up in the morning and the giant is already trying to call you out. Man, sometimes you go to bed at night. Guess what? The giant's trying to call you out. And, and uh, I want to I go to 1 Samuel chapter 17. And, uh, and then we'll just go ahead and read through real quick. All right, there was a champion named Goliath. He's uh, from the Philistine camp. He was, he was from Gath. Came out from the Philistine camp. The Philistines were an enemy of Israel. They were an enemy of God's people, God's nation. And so they're, they're getting ready to go to war. But before they go to war, they're kind of camped out across from each other. They know each other. They can, they can look at each other. They can see the armies, right? And uh, so he's coming out. Champion named Goliath. He comes out of the Philistine camp. And it says that his height was six cubits and a span. In other words, he was nine feet, nine inches tall. Mm -hmm. He had a bronze helmet on his head, and he wore a coat of scale armor of bronze weighing 5,000 shekels, which was 125 pounds. So his armor is 125 pounds. This fool's nine foot nine. On his legs, he wore bronze greaves. He had a bronze javelin around his back. His spear shaft was like a weaver's rod, it says. And its iron point weighed 600 shekels. His, just the point of his spear weighed 15 pounds. I don't know if you've ever picked up a kettlebell that was 15 pounds, but I can't imagine on the end of a of a spear, you know what I mean? 15 pounds. That's quite, that's quite the tip of a spear there. And he, his shield bearer went ahead of him and Goliath stood and he shouted to the ranks of Israel. He said, why do you come out and line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine? And are you not the servant of Saul? Choose a man, choose one man and have him come down to me. So this nine foot nine fool is saying, why are we going to go to war? Why don't you pick one person and you can come out and me and him will fight. And if he's able to fight and kill me, we will become your subjects. But if I overcome him and kill him, 
you will become our subjects and serve us. And then the Philistine said, this day I defy the armies of Israel. Give me a man and let us fight each other. On hearing the Philistines' words, watch this. The king, Saul, and all of the Israelites were dismayed and terrified. So that, that, that just that one line at the end in and of itself, that could be a whole episode yeah. because as, as leadership goes, so goes the rest. Mm. And that's just the fact because King Saul stood head and shoulders above every man in Israel. He looked like a king. He walked like a king. He was handsome. He was buff. He was all these things. And he was terrified. Scared. And because he was scared, <laughs> the Israelites were scared and they were dismayed and they were terrified. And yeah. listen, if, and, and, and I'm going to say this too. If you don't slay your giants, your children will be left with them. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Generational curses are a thing. If you don't, if this, your giant that taunts you morning and night comes out to challenge you, if you don't stand up and face your giant, then your children are going to be left to face them. You know what they sound like and you know them well. The question is, how do you respond to your giants? Yeah. You know, it's, uh, and Goliath had been annoying. He'd, he was kind of like that thorn yeah. for them for, for a long time. Yeah. You know, he was, he was defying Israel, defying the kingdom, defying God's people. Uh, Talking crap yeah. about God, like yeah. all of it. Yeah. So this wasn't just one day. It just happened. Like this is over a span of, of time yep. that he was actually doing this, you know? It's so true, man. And it, it, I got a question, man. Like for, for all yeah. of you that are out there, man, listen, are you, af- are you afraid of your giants? Are you afraid? Are you terrified? Yeah. Are you dismayed because of your giants? Do you even acknowledge your giants? Do you, do you ignore your giants? Because listen to me, if you're ignoring your giants, your kids are going to deal with them. Like I said, don't think a giant's going to leave you alone because you ignore them. Mm-hmm. He's going to continue to shout. Yeah. Might get a little bit louder. I imagine that because this was over the period of some days, yeah. that Goliath got louder and louder and his insults got a little worse and worse, progressively worse and worse. Right. And Saul and his men were spending their time focusing on how large Goliath was. Yeah. How big this giant is. Listen to me. Don't waste your time focusing on how big your giants are. Mm -hmm. Instead, you need, we need to look at David, man. This dude, David shows up and, and he's this shepherd at the time. He's a shepherd boy who would be king. He had been anointed, but he's a, he's a baby. You know, he's a teenager. And we look in the same chapter, chapter 17 of 1 Samuel, but we go to verses 23 through 26, and then verse 32 as well we're going to read. It says, as he was talking to them, David, David, David's dad, Jesse, said, hey, why don't you go take your brother some food? He went down there to take him some cheese sandwiches, mm-hmm. and, and you're going to eat. Yeah, all right, I'm, so he goes down there, and he's bringing him some food, and his brothers hated him. Already, his brothers are upset about it because you know they all they all looked the part. And when 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 the uh, when Samuel came to anoint the new king and ended up being David, this ruddy kid who was the youngest, and man, he wasn't even worth his daddy bringing him in yeah. to the house. And and yet he's the one who was chosen anyway. As as David's talking with them, Goliath, here we go, the Philistine champion from Gath, he steps out from the lines again, and he shouted his usual defiance. But this time, David heard it. This time, David heard it. This, this teenage kid who was watching sheep heard it. And it says, whenever the Israelites saw the man, they all fled from him in great fear. And now the Israelites had been saying, do you see how this man keeps coming out? He comes out to defy Israel. The king will give great wealth to the man who kills him. He'll also give him his daughter in marriage. And will exempt his family from taxes in Israel. 
And David asked the men standing near him, what will be done for <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> what will be done for the man who kills the Philistine and removes this disgrace from Israel? So David's already upset. David really, he's he's already kind of fit to be tied because he's like, who's this? Who is this fool? And he even goes on to say, he says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? In other words, who is this person without a promise talking about my God when I've been chosen that he should defy the armies of the living God? Who is this fool? And then in verse 32, David says to Saul, let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go out and fight him. Don't even worry about it. I'll go get him. Mm-hmm. So with this big king and all of these armies, this teenager steps up and goes, I'll go fight him. If you guys are too afraid, David spent all of his time talking about God. Mm-hmm. He was not focused on the giant at all. Mm-hmm. He spent all of his time talking about God. Saul tries to put his own armor on David and, you know, yeah. looked silly on him because, you know, Saul's a big guy and David's a kid. And David's like, I can't fight in this, you know, like just all of these things happen now. Right. And Saul's like, you, you're crazy, man. You can't go fight him, man. That's a giant. And he's a champion. And David's like, you don't understand, man. When I was watching my father's sheep, a lion came, I killed the lion, God. And he says, God gave me the ability to overcome the lion. Uh, then a bear came and guess what? God gave me the ability to overcome the bear. David's not even concerned about the fact that this is a giant. Yeah. Yeah. I love that man, because, um, David knew and if you read read the story, and even if you know of David, he knew how big his God was. You know, that's right. He knew that his God was bigger than this giant. And it's crazy because in the story, man, nobody's really talking about the God of Israel, right? <laughs> you know, it's like, man, don't you guys know who your God is, and you're and you're fearing this this you know enemy? Yeah. And David steps on the scene. He's just like, I got this. Yeah. You know, like I know who my God is. Um, and it's just amazing, man. It's in- incredible how, how the story wind winds up at the end. Yeah. You know, um, I think David just, he just knew, man. He yeah. knew who God was. Spoiler alert. David won. <laughs> yeah. Da- David, David kills the giant. He, he, gra- he grabs a sling, you know, he has a, he has a uh, slingshot basically, or it's a sling, you know, and he mm. picks up some stones and, and one of the stones meets the, the giant right right between the eyes and it says it actually says the stone sinks into his head mm-hmm. and um i used to watch this show called deadliest warrior i don't know if you ever seen that show mm-hmm. it was a really really cool show and they actually took uh some of this because um they 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 would like compare these different warriors from different you know places in time and uh and one of the warriors happened to have like one of the, a sling like this yeah and so they put a skull up there and they kind of want it like oh, okay which which weapon is is the harshest or which would kill the most people or all this kind of stuff it was a really cool show and it actually shows how you you could you could kill people with this sling right yeah. with you know wrapping a sling around in a rock and bam and it's crushing you know skulls and stuff it's crazy to yeah. think because yeah. a lot of people think oh the, there's no way that could happen no man like you like there's there you go look it up it's really crazy yeah yeah um, but because that stuff can happen but the fact of the matter is David doesn't even just say that he'll take care of it. The Bible says that David charges Goliath. Mm. While everybody else is terrified and runs away from the giant, David looks at the giant and then charges the giant. Mm. And he and it because and he and he knew 
this is the this is the truth. David knew that every giant, whether it was a bear, a lion, or this champion from Gath, David knew that every giant was an opportunity for God to reveal His glory. Yeah, it's good. It was an opportunity to point to God, mm. and the enemy would love for us, our giants would love for us to be so distracted by the shouting mm. that we forget about our God. Mm. I love that you brought that up. You're like, yeah, no, nobody's talking about God here. Yeah, Like nobody was talking about God. And David's like, well, yeah, but God. Like, I, don't, yeah. I don't understand why this is even a conversation. You know, we, we, we serve God. We're, we're Israel. Mm-hmm. You know, we're the chosen, we're a chosen people. So why are we even having this conversation? But, it, but the, listen, the enemy yeah. would love for you to be focused on the shouting and the giants. Yeah, I love that, man, that everybody's running away from the giant and David's running towards the giant. Yeah. Because um, he has just this grit of, of his faith and who he is and, and God, you know, that he's so confident and so, sh- and so sure yeah. that God will have the victory. Um, and I think for us, and, and I don't, you know, like I, I know like, you know, what we're talking about here, different, everybody has different giants, you right, know, right. Um, this is more of a, a, a physical giant that they're fighting here back in these days. But, but we do, man, we, we have some things that we wrestle with or some things that, that, uh, try to overcome us and we do run away from our, run away from them yeah. or we, we kind of just isolate or we just, you know, we don't really fight, you know? Right. Um, we don't fight. We don't put our faith in in the lord like he's instructed us to and like he's called us to and and i love that he ran to the giant man yeah in confidence giving god that opportunity is so it's mission critical to who we are and 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 to spreading the word about who god really is right like and and um there's this there's a scripture that just came to my brain as you were saying this and it's and it's the one who talks about you know the scripture that says you know the enemy your devil your adversary the devil Mm-hmm. He goes about like a roaring lion, yeah. okay, seeking whom he may devour. And 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 I don't know if we've covered this or talked about this before, but um, you know, if you ever watch National Geographic, you know the older a lion gets, uh, the louder it tends to roar. It's mm-hmm. it does its bite isn't isn't what it used to be. Right. Uh, you know, is not as strong as it used to be, but so it roars to intimidate. And this is what this is this is why that picture is so beautiful because it's so true. Yeah. Because your adversary, the devil, goes about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Mm-hmm. In other words, who's given him permission to be viewed as this lion? And how often do we focus on stuff that these things are like lions and we forget about the lion you know, one of right. the one of the names of of Jesus is the Lion of the Tribe of Judah. Yeah, we forget about the Lion in the place of like a lion. Yeah, because yeah. we're 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 afraid. Yeah. We're afraid. Yeah, I think I I, I was listening to this devotion um, a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about how Jesus, the first time Jesus came, he came as the Lamb of God. You know, right. he was a baby in a in his you know, manger and he was just a little baby Jesus. And he came and he came to save people and he was, he brought peace and he's a prince of it. Like that's the Jesus came the first time. And then he goes, but the second time Jesus comes, he's coming on a white horse. Yeah. He's coming in battle. He's coming strong and mighty. 
that is the God that we serve. That is the Jesus that we worship. And I think if we, we change our perspective on the God who fights for us, you know, um, whatever giant that we have hasn't, has no, you know, nothing on us, man. If we know the God that is fighting for us and David knew who the God was that was fighting for him. Yeah, that's um, absolutely right. And so it, it changes your perspective, it changes the way you, you fight and do battle, man. Yeah, man. You know, and I love that you bring that up because, you know, when Jesus rides into Jerusalem, as he's getting ready, he's on a, yeah, he's on a donkey. Yeah. Why? Because when a king rode in on a donkey, it showed that he was coming in peace. Right. That's what that represented. Yeah. If you never knew that, that's what that meant. Jesus is coming in riding on a donkey. It was on purpose because it was right. showing a king riding in on, in peace. The next time he comes, when king when a king got on a horse, uh-huh. it was time it was time for battle. Yeah. It was time for battle. And and let me let me say this to you. Every single one of us here, every single one of you out there listening, you know the roar of your giant. Mm-hmm. But listen to me. Your giant knows the roar of your God. Do not negate the roar of God in the place of the roar of the giant because while you may be well aware of how loud your giants are roaring, your giants are absolutely acquainted with the roar of your God. Mm -hmm. Big time. (laughs) They know, know. right? And we have to understand that as we face our giants, we're not facing them alone. David said the battle is... God's mm-hmm. as he's charging this giant. He's like, I know I'm a representation. I'm just a proxy. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just standing in place, but really this battle isn't mine. Those giants that are facing you, they're not even really facing just you. They're coming against God's chosen person. They're coming against right. God's chosen person in Christ Jesus. And if God is for us, who can be against us? Yeah. And David knew this. Yeah. David knew this. David had so much faith, man. I think that's what, you know, for us as we're fighting these giants, where's your faith at? I just, where's your faith? And Jesus even tells his disciples many times, you have little faith. Yeah, it's a good question. You know, like, why don't you believe? Um, Like, I think if we approach approach these giants in faith, knowing that God is fighting for us, knowing that God is victorious, knowing that the battle's already been won, like, Knowing who we are in him, yeah. that he's going to fight these battles for us. Yep. David went in and he charged in faith, man. And he knew he's, this giant's going down, yeah. you know, and he's running just knowing this. Um, and that's how big his faith was because he knew who his God was, you know. God it, came through for him many times. So many times that, that David didn't even, it wasn't even a question. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even a question. He was like, listen, I'll do it because I know God is with me and this is God's battle. He's, de- he's not defying me. He's not defying you. He's defying God. Yeah. He's defying, he's coming against the living God. And, and so God will take care of this. And, and, and how many, how many battles have we forfeited because we didn't mm-hmm. acknowledge the fact that God was with us? Yeah. And if we did that, is it because we don't feel like he's with us? Do we not feel like he's for us? Do we, yeah. do we feel like we, did we miss something to where we, there's no way that he should or could be with us? You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. like what, what is going on here? You know, this is, this is an opportunity for God to, to receive some glory and for all eyes to be looking at him. And the Bible says, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me, man, let's lift him up. Mm-hmm. Let's give him these opportunities, man, and yeah. lift him up so that he can continue to draw people to who he is. Victory comes from being pro God, not pro giant. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we look at these giants and we're all of a sudden we become pro giant. Yeah. We go and buy Goliath jerseys and we're like, man, you saw how big the giant was like and we, we, we put our we put our, our armor up on the shelf. We're like, nah, I'm not going to fight today. Yeah. You know, and I'm ready to fight. Yeah. I'm ready to fight, man, and, and I hope everybody out there listening, man, I hope you guys are ready to fight. I hope well, we need to get to a place where we're sick and yeah. tired of the giants coming out and taunting us. I, I was at a, a marriage conference uh, on Friday, and and the speakers there, they're talking about marriage and how a lot of marriages are just going through the fire, you know. And yeah, Shout out to Canyon Hills. Yeah, and their, Canyon and their Hills. Amazing uh, Forever Yes um, conference, marriage conference. We enjoyed it, but they the speakers were like, hey, like, we've been through some tough times the last two years, you know, like there's been a lot happening, a lot of transition, a lot of change, um, you know, just families being attacked and, yeah. and people being attacked. And she was like, we've been through some tough times, but you know, we don't have a whole lot of tough people though. Like people with grit. Yeah. Like people fighting for people lost their, their mar- sand, their marriage, fighting for their faith, fighting for the, like, there's not a whole lot of tough people. And that's, and that's what we need, man. We need some grit in our faith, some grit in our, in our walk with God, man, to be able to say, you know what? I, I, I went through some things, but man, I believe, I believe God is for me. I believe I'm going to get through it. I'm going to fix my eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of my faith. You know, I'm going to do what David did. I'm going to rush, you know, in confidence towards that giant to overcome. I love that, man. That's yeah. so good. Yeah, that's so good, man. And 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 I I seen I seen a phrase that kind of fits with that. It says mm-hmm. it says, uh, "Tough times create tough people. Mm-hmm. Tough people create good times. Good times create weak people. Weak mm-hmm. people create tough times." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. And that's tough to think about. <laughs> yeah, that is tough to think about because you're right, man. And and and, and you know what? So what are you going to do about it, mm-hmm. yeah. ma'am, sir? mom dad brother sister listening like what are you going to do about it mm-hmm. and what so your giant's coming out and taunting you again what are you going to do about it mm-hmm. because the giants aren't going to go away until you face them right and man i i think it's time that we that we put away all of this nonsense of being afraid and terrified and dismayed and we focus on the fact that we serve a god who's battle ready and who's undefeated. Yeah. He's got a perfect record. You know, this is, this, he goes beyond Floyd Mayweather jr. He's got mm-hmm. a perfect, he's got a perfect record. Yeah. And I think it's high time that we go, you know what? The battle is God's. So let's go. Yeah. So let's go. How, you know, and I, I've been in lots of fights and I've won some and I've lost some. And when you've been in a lot of fights, you really don't want to fight no more. Like, <laughs> like I jokingly say all the time, like I got three fights left in me and those are like for my life. <laughs> like if I ever yeah. have to fight for my life, then I'll fight. Right. But when it comes to giants, I'm right. Re- it's, t- it's, yeah. it's time to pop knuckles and go, okay, God, let's go. Yeah. Because like I said, you're, you know, the roar of your giant, but your giant knows the roar of your God. Yeah. And the victory is going to come through God alone. Yeah. And it's imperative that we, it's imperative that we stop focusing, stop putting the spotlight on the wrong thing. Yeah. Don't spotlight your giant spotlight. God. Yeah, and there's, you know, God is God is the ultimate. I mean, he's he's the ultimate giant. He's a giant of all giants, you know? Right. Um, like, but there is no giant, no giant that cannot be defeated. It's funny because I like, for some reason, I mean, shout out to, you know, every fighter and athlete out there that's the 
the goat, you know? Right. But sometimes I like to get on and see like who defeated him though. So right. the other day I was watching and, and Kimbo slice, if you know who Kimbo slice is, Oh yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's a beast man. Rest in peace. Um, the Kimbo slice, but he was a beast. He was a giant man. But I started like, I was watching the documentary on him the other day. And then I was like, but who beat Kimbo? Cause somebody had to have, has had to have beaten him. Yeah. Or like one time I was like, but who beat Tyson? Yeah. But who like these giants? You're like, well, these guys are great. They're goats, man. They're like, but somebody beat them because somebody said, I can do that. Right. Somebody had the confidence to say I'm right. better, you know, and they, and they stepped up to the plate. Um, I think if we would have that grit to say, I can do this, you know, and yeah. it's, and I got God on my side, so there's no way I can lose. That's so good, man. And if you listen to Tyson, Man, Tyson was a scary dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And what Tyson used to say, you know, Tyson, you know, Tyson has such a <laughs> tiny voice, man. But, you know, Tyson used to be like, you know, I knew if I could get him to look down that I knew that, that <laughs> I knew I was going to win that fight because because he couldn't even look me in the eye. If, <laughs> as soon as I knew he wasn't looking at me in the eye, I knew I had won the fight. And he met a dude. He met Buster Douglas. Yeah. And Buster Douglas met his eye. Yeah. He met down. <laughs> Buster, Buster Douglas was like, you're not going to mentally defeat me. Yeah. And so it's time that we get tough and that we don't check out because the giant is trying to be, the giant's going to try to beat you in your head and in your heart before the giant tries to take your life. The giant's going to try to make you lose in your head and your heart before he tries to take your life. Mm -hmm. But rest assured that giant is there to take your life. Yeah. That giant is there to rob you of everything that God has for you. I'll tell you my favorite thing about this story of David is at the end if you keep reading. Oh man. What does David do? He, he, goes, <laughs> he cuts he cuts his head off with a, he cuts Goliath's head off with Goliath's sword. Yeah. <laughs> and then you think of the song that's Defender. The best, that's the best part. <laughs> you come back with the head of my We're like enemy. worshiping like, "Wait, what is she saying?" Right. The first time I heard that song I was like, "Whoa." <laughs> that was a harsh line there, but I immediately thought of David. Yeah. And David and the disrespect. Yeah. Yeah. David used Goliath's sword, sword. to yeah. take Goliath's head. The very same weapon that the giant is going to try to use to rob on, and destroy on, you that's, is the that's, very weapon that God right can there. use. Woo. If you put that weapon in God's hey. hands, God will use it to destroy the enemy, to destroy yep. the giant. And I love that part. Yeah. Oh, thank you, crowd. Yeah, that was good stuff. <laughs> it's yep. so true, man. That That part. Read, everybody go read go read first Samuel yeah. 17 go read yeah. it oh it's so good yeah, yeah. it's so good my man <laughs> good stuff man good i you know we could we're gonna we're gonna get excited <laughs> we're gonna keep talking to andy about like fighters and 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 you know and and in <laughs> giants and stuff and we're gonna end up you know going going way over i think i think I think me, I'm at I'm at peace with stopping hey, this but we, hey. we if we got to go back the, into Andre it the point, giant though he, he got body slammed i'm just saying the, the hopster gi- the giant body slam <laughs> Got body slammed. That was that was amazing. Take your, that, was, that was a legend. Take a look at your giants. <laughs> body slam those fools. No, listen. Know that God. Know that God is in control of all things. God is not riding into any battle that you're facing on a on a donkey. Mm. He's coming on a horse, and he's coming to fight. Yeah. And when your God comes to fight, he never walks away a loser. Mm. So stare down those giants. Charge them. Don't let your babies deal with them. Mm-hmm. Let's kill them. Yeah. Let's be done with them now. Yeah. Good stuff. I love it. You know what it's time for now. Mm. Let's go. It's time for recommendations. Recommendations. Re- 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 recommendations. Re- re-
Oh yeah. You can't just make noises into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> That's all this. Yeah. We were we were we we're beatboxing. I, know, man. I don't know. <laughs> all right, man. This is my recommendation today. It is a book um uh by uh, Joshua McNall. Uh and it is called Long Story Short. It's the Bible in six simple uh movements. And and I this is such a great uh, this is such a great, it's so good that I'm actually taking this, I'm gonna, I'm making a series out of it. I'm gonna preach a series about it because it just talks about the Bible. It, simp- it simplifies the entirety of the Bible. I, I'll give you a, a, a rundown. When you talk, it talks about uh, creation, the fall, Israel, Jesus, the church, and then new creation. Like it makes these things that seem so difficult or maybe even so lofty, simple. Good stuff. And so long story short by Joshua McNall. Yeah. Uh, leadership 101, man. You can't really pour into anybody if you're not pouring into yourself. Yep. Um, you're not an effective leader until you lead yourself. And so um, John Maxwell, we all love John Maxwell, developing the leader within you. Um, great read. Yeah. If you're in, uh, young in leadership and you're just, you know, you're, you're just getting in there leading people, leading teams, but lead yourself. It's lead so yourself. important. You're not, you're no good to anybody if you're not leading yourself. So true. And, and Maxwell, by the way, one of the coolest yes. speaking voices ever too. Oh, if you yeah. listen to his podcast, he's got one of the coolest voices to listen to. Yeah, man. I have enjoyed our time here today. That's all the time though, that we do have for this episode of Chicken Scratch Gospel. Follow us on social media, go to YouTube, hit the subscribe button and hit the bell for notifications. So you know, when new stuff is dropping, go face your giants and love like Jesus. Yep.